usual. <laughs> okay. Okay. Frozen fish is over. I, I know exactly what happened. I don't know if anybody's going to watch this because I was so excited about my trashing Jerry Jones that I smashed my own computer, but now I'm back. So Marsh is going to, Marsh is going to direct you back over here to another live fish at six live two. Jerry, you, it still says you're live. Oh, really? Yeah. The old one does? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, well, some people are coming over. Okay. I think it's, I think it's toast now. All right. Ugh, Tom Cruise. What? That was a, there, all you I, there you go. Now you're on. That was a hell of a 12 minute show. <laughs> all right. But now everybody's finding me. Okay, I'm listen. I'm not going to apologize for being old. Marsha and I had an argument today <clears throat> about putting the seat down on a toilet. Come on now, that's how old I am. We have a lot of toilets in Marsha's mansion. I thought I had one that was my own jurisdiction. No, you don't. You have to be. A, and now I find out. You have to be a gentleman. Seat down. I thought I could use one toilet for my own jurisdiction. So let, let me reset the stage. I'm going to put the same uh, picture uh, up of Pinky and the Texas Coast offense, Pinky and Pee Wee, for a reason. We'll get to that. Thank you for uh, figuring. I, I'm such a dipshit and I apologize for it. Tell the kids, don't grow up to be me. Tell your children, don't grow up to be me. Well, no, but don't. <laughs> but really don't. So we're back. Women need better bathroom etiquette. Why don't you put the seat up for us, says BA. Come on! Now we're cooking! Zolio, we thought you'd finally stroked out from overexcitement. I was very excited. And I'm going to recapture my level of excitement by saying, Jerry, it's your baby. Do what you want. Uh, I've actually got a couple coaches. Uh, 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 in addition to Jimmy, that ought to be in that hall. Ooh. Jerry, you're just making shit up now. Jerry pledged to uh, put Jimmy in the Ring of Honor three years ago, and it made orderly sense. No matter Jimmy's crimes against Jerry humanity, a person who's honored in the Pro Football Museum should be in his own team's museum. It's logical. Now here comes three years later and almost 30 years after their divorce. And suddenly my man Jerry is manufacturing a bogus conversation about other deserving coaches. Again, quarter of a century waiting for this. The Q score. Jimmy's Q score is good. Jerry's Q score is good. Michael Jordan's Q score is good. Howard Cosell's Q score was good. You know whose Q score is going down? Down, down, down the toilet? The Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. Jerry, you're ruining it. You're creating apathy. So 
I know these people. Who are these other coaches that Jerry wants to put in the ring of honor that are as meritous as Jimmy? I've assembled my quick list. I'm friends with Barry Switzer. Deep respect for Coach Gene Stallings. Respect for Mike Ditka. I grew up on Dan Reeves. First head coach I ever covered, the late Dan Reeves. I'm friends with Dave Wanstead. I'm friends with Norv Turner. I'm friends with Dave Campo. I'm friends with Mike Zimmer. I'm friends with Butch Davis. I was friends with the late Joe Avizano. I covered Bill Parcells. I'm friends with Jason Garrett. Which one of them is Jimmy? What in the living hell are we talking about? Jerry declined to name the other supposed coaching candidates who merit induction at Jimmy's level, which is wise because they ain't any. But then Jerry twisted the present media back in the big pretzel logic sales and marketing department that he heads up with such mastery. And he does until now. Uh, and it's good that whatever we do, we get to talk about it as much as we do. Jerry said, it gets more attention by keeping it exclusive than it does if we load it up. And that's the point that Jerry's really driven by that. Listen, if we just keep this going, more people will be interested. Just keep it going. Make it controversial. Mr. J, I was there for Switzer and Aikman. You don't need to tell me. Let me tell you. I was there. Switzer does not belong. I, I, I love Barry Switzer. He does not belong in the Cowboys ring of honor. Not at the same level that Jimmy does. Those guys I just listed, the late Joe Avizano. Listen, I'm friends with the Avizano family. No, that's a divot. If Jerry called the Avizano family and said, uh, uh, Mr. Avizano family, we'd like to put old Joe in the ring of honor ahead of Jimmy, they would say no. So would Wanstead, so would North. Switzer might say no. What are we doing? And when Jerry says, uh, it's more about talking about it, that's where he's wrong. The Ring of Honor is a favorite topic of Cowboys Nation because it has, I'm going to speak Latin here, and Marsh is going to get all charmed, because it has gravitas. The Ring of Honor is a favorite topic of Cowboy Nation because it's weighty. Vindictiveness and vagueness do not add to the attention. They subtract from the attention to the point that there are now cowboy fans like you who react to the obvious Jerry versus Jimmy snub by mumbling apathetically. Ah, the hell with it. Am I right? Tell me I'm right. After 30 years of this, uh, Ed, Jim, Max, VJ, Ronnie, tell me I'm right. Eh. Whatever. AMD, I'm tired of Jerry's pettiness. For no reason. There's nothing gained here. 
Jerry thinks there's publicity gained here. There's nothing gained here. You're not gaining publicity for the Ring of Honor. You're losing publicity for the Ring of Honor. And it's absolutely stunning that the world's greatest salesman sits in his cowboy throne unaware of that. Next. I don't know the details behind Rojo's substance abuse suspension. I assume he took, I assume he snorted something that made him lift more weights and watch more film. Uh, I, uh, I think he might speak to the media today. I'm not sure of that. And maybe there'll be some, I don't care. You kid, you blew it. You're, you're from McKinney. You're getting one last shot with your hometown team. Yeah. You're, you have a one in three chance of being the number two running back here and you blew it. It's a two game suspension. The Cowboys are not going to wait around for you. You're not going to get another crack at it. Now we move to the next chapter. Let's go get Zeke. Guys, they were already planning on the distinct possibility that they would cut Rojo. So Rojo being cut does not accelerate the Zeke possibility. The Zeke possibility is the same. You dig it? Doesn't change anything. Doesn't change anything. Rojo was going to get beat out by Malik or Rico, probably, maybe, anyway. Doesn't change anything. LeJugger, he can still play in the preseason. Why? Why? Why why would I give you you want to give you want to give preseason snaps to a guy that's suspended? Why? Choppy, the door was cracked when they started putting Deuce out there with the starters. Deuce is the third string running back. He is not the second string running back. Mark my words. Ronnie, the Cowboys are going to cut Ronald Jones. I mean, I don't. I'm not keeping him. Next injury update: Sam Williams shoulder. Not serious, except, and I've learned this over 33 years of covering the Cowboys. Trevon Diggs' toe wasn't serious either. (laughs) Until it was. So, Sam Williams, go sit down. Take it easy. Um... Injuries and safety, that's an opportunity for these kids. Sam Williams, again, they are so loaded at, uh, in terms of edge rushers that they'll, they'll get through that one fine. Randy Hankins, we should sign Carson Wentz. Randy now, uh, $5 pitch in and a brief on. Randy's just, Randy's just here. He, Randy thinks he's Jim Carrey. And you know what? He kind of is. J.D., who do you see as camp arms or camp only guys? They don't have a camp arm. They have the three quarterbacks. That's it. Uh, camp only guys, they got a million wide receivers here. And in the end, Jalen Tolbert's going to be the number four wide receiver. And then they're going to figure out between Simi and, you ready? Between Simi and Turpin. Turpin, are we keeping five? Are we keeping six? What's what? 
All right, I'd like to introduce to you Marsha Fisher. This is one of the uh, silliest, funniest things about our relationship. When I first met Marsha, that was up in the kids' bedroom, right? No, that's a terrible sentence. When I first met Marsha, that was up in the kids' bedroom, right? <laughs> that thing, that Pee Wee Herman thing. This was, yes, this okay. was upstairs at my house. So she puts, that that's been following us around for 15 years, and she puts it places. It's like Elf on the Shelf. It is my version of Elf on the Shelf. But why, why, why are you a Pee Wee guy? I, he doesn't speak to me anymore. He used to. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I just think he's hilarious, or was hilarious. But he died. Well, everybody has to pay that bill. Yeah. But he died to, last night. And brain tumor for six years, they say. And uh, I went and grabbed my little peewee doll because I never, never wanted to say goodbye to it. You're pro peewee. I'm pro peewee. Even though he did what he did in the porn shop. Ugh. Okay, and let me let me let, let me let me preface this by saying there is nobody more square than Marsha Fisher. <laughs> I know. But it's interesting how you're you're very tolerant in this particular area in a way that. 15 years ago, people were not tolerant. Correct. I mean, Correct. all he, he didn't do anything. He didn't do, he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't kill anybody. He just did what some yeah. other people were doing in that weird, dark theater. All right. I, I know we got kids watching, sitting around the dinner table, pretending this is Katie Couric. He, 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 he loved himself. Okay. Well, everybody knows. That's all, that's what he did. Yeah. But it's funny, 15 years later, nobody would get it. You wouldn't lose your career over that now. Well, but what about all those people who have lost their like that that one guy with the initials? What's his name? He was a funny comedian. He had initials for his first name. Like No, you gotta be a you you have to like Well, kill. yeah. He all these people were were putting themselves uh, had other people involved. No, you gotta kill somebody now. Who's the guy that did the Winker Dink, Vanderwink twins in the movie that we? Oh, yeah. Let, let's watch see. that documentary or well, whatever it is. You you have to like threaten to eat your girlfriend's rib. Yeah, that's what it. To be in trouble in Hollywood anymore, but 15 years ago, Pee Wee got in trouble, so Pee Wee's dead. Unnecessary, and now he's gone. So Pee Wee's dead. But more importantly than Pee Wee, oh, oh no! Look at Marsha's shirt. That's available on the Uncle Fish store for the ladies. Yep. There Thank you, Marsha. Many more with this. Good report. Uh, one more thing for you tonight on the chewing up and spitting out. And Mike Florio and Tony Dungy are now engaging in this on uh, social media. Boy, they're taking these running backs and they're chewing up and they're spitting them out. Legit or not? Skip Bayless is going to find a way to have Zach and Jimmy on for a chat. Have you lost your mind? You think Jimmy Johnson would answer a phone call from Skip Bayless? Justin, is Jerry the worst owner in sports? Nope. Best owner in sports. He's the worst ring of honor owner in sports. He's the worst ring of honor manager in sports. Jammin, Switzer reminded me of one of the three Suges that you didn't understand him. You're wrong. 
I would love to ask you to hit the like button, except I screwed up our technology tonight, so I don't blame you if you don't. But if you want to hit the like button, that does beat the algorithms. It tells Cowboy Nation we're here. David McDaniel. Fish, I've said a thousand times, as long as Jerry's alive, Jim will not go in the ring of honor. Then if that's true, Jerry's legacy, which is quite something, will be stained. Barry Switzer was a puppet. No, that's false. Absolutely false. Ed Quinn, Uncle Fish Premium, go read Bootlegger's Boy. Man, oh man. How have they not made that into a movie? Jammin', without Jimmy, no rings. Absolutely true. Just like without Jerry, Jimmy would have no rings. Yeah, you guys, that, and I say this respectfully, uh, Switzer was a this, Switzer was a that. I don't know if you're not old enough to remember or if you're just not listening. Wildcat, Gravitos, no, Gravitas. Uh, R.Y., Jimmy Johnson built the Cowboys. He was the co-architect of the Super Bowl Cowboys. The co-architect. BJ, Jimmy ran the team while Jerry was getting his finances in order. Jimmy and Jerry both ran the team. That's the fact. Why Jerry doesn't go ahead and acknowledge that at least they were co-architects is astounding to me. But, you know, it's a divorce. It's bitter. It's friends. We hate each other. We love hate. But now we've got a new wrinkle saying, I'm thinking of other coaches, too? What are you going to put? You're going to put Vince Lombardi in the ring of honor? Dean Graham, anybody get to watch the kickers today? Yeah, uh, this was kicking in front of everybody. They both went, I believe they both went five for five. So nobody moved uh, ahead of anybody today. Um, I don't think they're done. We got to get to the games here. We got to get to the games. Ethan, Jerry just took the job of slappy number one. We only allow three of them per night. And Jerry is slappy number one. Isaiah. I wouldn't go anywhere else, Fish, than you for Cowboy information. I appreciate that. Richard L., it's the official start of Cowboy season when somebody gets suspended. And everybody else, all the other teams, too. All the teams are the same. Uh, DJ, DG, I saw plays today that showed Deuce and Davis. Oh, yeah, you, you saw all the running backs today but it was really instrumental before practice when Mike McCarthy went through all the running backs he liked and he left Rojo off the list. You knew it at the time. That meant something. It was not an accident. Are there other people, as Curtis points out, that can go into the ring of honor? Sure there are. I got two dozen of them. I do. I got two dozen of them. But there's no coach more deserving than Jerry. Uh, I want to get to the chew it out and spit it out. Chew them up and spit them out. Florio's going, they chew them up and spit them out. And Tony Dungy goes, well, you know, they've been doing that for a few years. Guys. 
speaking as a person of a certain age, isn't that the way it works? Not just at running back, not just in football. Chew them up, use them up, spit them out. I'm sorry, running backs. You think this is just you? They chew up and spit out quarterbacks and wide receivers and offensive linemen and linebackers too. And you know who else they chew up and spit out? Sports writers and cops and school teachers and shoe salesmen. Chew them up and spit them out. I'm going to bring this up to you because you're the smartest cowboy audience in the world. And I'm not going to even explain it. I think, I think the large majority of you are going to get it. Death of a salesman. Arthur Miller's incredible play. Death of a running back. Death of a salesman. Was written in 1949. Fish out. 